This is a true story of what happened to millions of Christians who refused to deny Christ. It's 2030 and the persecution of the remaining Christians has begun. Although most Christians have already left the country, there are still a few who chose to stay and they will suffer for it. According to the annual report submitted by the government, over 896 million Christians have been executed just last year. 12 million will receive jail time sentences of up to 10 years in prison camps from where they will never come back alive. Churches were destroyed just as fast as houses and innocent lives. The churches that chose not to cooperate with the state together with all their members had been given a death sentence which was carried out almost every day on increasing figures since 2018 until all of them perished. The so-called government has also seized control of all Christian organizations' properties and bank accounts making it impossible for some of them to survive without the state's contribution. These people don't know how to live or what life means, said a representative from the government. They were given their chance and they chose to leave instead and come back with ten times more money than what we give them monthly for their existence here. They betrayed our kindness and now they must pay for it, he added. On the other hand, all of those who refuse to leave have been slaughtered in cold blood or put into camps where they can't escape from until their days are over. None of these humans made any move against the state nor did they oppose its ways of controlling people's lives but just because of their faith. The only thing that makes them alive they had to die. All their belongings were seized by the government and all of their properties. Pastors' houses, churches, charity organizations, cemeteries were taken over by the state. No one was allowed to inherit anything from them nor hold any type of memorial service for them when they died. The government says that they didn't deserve any more time on earth after betraying the country even though that claim is extremely hard to believe. The persecution spread like a virus in most parts of Africa as well where Christians were in the minority but often came to the rescue of many Africans when disasters struck. However, this time around, these saviors will meet the same fate as many of those whom they have helped so much throughout decades. Only a little while ago, a Christian organization in Nigeria was destroyed and the leaders were executed. The rest of its members were declared wanted and will be put to death on sight if they do not leave the country within two months. We warned them to stop all subversive activities and we gave them their chance, but they didn't listen to us. Now we have no choice than to take the necessary actions, said a top executive at the government. In North America and Europe, Christians didn't fare much better. Only a little over two million Christians remain in these continents. The rest have fled to either Latin America, parts of Asia, or parts of Russia which are safe havens for Christians at the moment. We had been expecting something of this sort, but we never thought it would come so soon, said a Christian from Russia who was separated from his family during an attempted escape to Europe. Our European brothers and sisters aren't any safer than us here. We just hope they find a way of coming here as well before it's too late, he added with fear on his voice, knowing that there is no more time left for them. It's only a matter of days until the persecution reaches even those places which appear safe now. I never thought I would say this, but thank God there are no Christians left in the Western world. It's sad that all of them had to pay such a high price just for their faith, said one Chinese official who participated in the persecution. It came out better than we expected. They didn't put up much resistance and they were easily defeated. He added showing no sign of remorse or regret for what has happened merely stating facts as if it was actually something good. I'm glad that we finally got rid of all these Christians in China, said a Buddhist in Tibet. They have been the reason for all the instability here over the years. Now Buddhists can finally rule without any interference from them. He added with joy on his face, not caring about the thousands of people who lost their lives because of this persecution. I can finally start living my life the way it's supposed to be lived, said one Muslim in Chechnya. Now no one will prevent me from exercising my faith in any way I want and I won't have to worry about killing them when they don't see things our way anymore. The Crusades and all other wars were just the beginning of their end. Now that they are gone, there is nothing to stop us, he added with great pride on his voice. 
unable to contain his happiness over the death of millions of people who willingly died only because they refused to renounce their faith. It's a shame that all this had to happen, said one priest in Sri Lanka. They say that God works in mysterious ways, but I still can't believe why he didn't prevent something like this from happening. He added, hoping that nothing of the sort happens ever again. I am not sure what the future holds for the Christians in a world gone mad. I can't say anything for sure, but if the trend continues, it won't be long before Christians disappear from the face of the earth. Their only legacy, a few empty churches scattered around a world that hates them. I can't imagine how hard it must be for those Christians now, knowing that their time is running out and there's nothing they can do about it. No one knows where this persecution will end, but what all these people ask now is to pray for them. Comment, the topics of the persecution of Christians and the end of Christianity as a dominant force in society are on many people's minds at the moment. However, it is rarely that one finds such an imaginatively depressing article about how things may look like if this trend continues.